Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job, but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award, and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real-world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team of 10Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works. I started this podcast with one goal in mind, to help founders, CEOs, and business owners hire employee number one and beyond and build amazing companies that are powered by amazing people. Now, I know your time is valuable, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Here's my commitment to you. Every time you tune into the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award and reduce your business risk with proactive HR strategies that have real-world applications. So as you go through the entrepreneur-to-employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems at work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through good times and bad, and how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones. So if you're ready to build a team that's going to help 10x your company, Let's get started. So today, we're going to talk about the hiring process itself and the questions that you should not ask as an employer. Now, it's tough being a business owner because there are lots and lots of HR labor codes and rules, and there's a lot when it comes to making sure that we keep a business compliant when it comes to HR. And sometimes business owners accidentally violate the law and not even realize that they did. And in their mind, you know, they're doing something good for their employee, but there's some law in the books that says, nope, can't do that. And, you know, unless you're an HR professional starting an HR company or an HR professional starting a different type of business, it's hard to keep up and have a deep knowledge of all the HR laws that are out there. So it's very easy for a business owner to step on the landmines of HR compliance. And when it comes to hiring, there are questions that are not allowed to be asked that are considered discriminatory in nature. And just common sense dictates they're just not good questions to ask. So we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to give you a list of those questions that really should be off the table when it comes to hiring, because these aren't the things that you should be judging people on when it comes to deciding whether or not to hire them. And the reason this came up is because a story from my past came up, and I'm going to tell you the story so that you get the context to this. This was back in 2013. I had been approached by a headhunter to interview for a VP of operations job for a furniture manufacturing company based out of San Diego. Business was headquartered in Mexico and the manufacturing was done out of Mexico. 
great business, very solid, and was very interested in the opportunity. Met with the business owner. We hit it off. He said, hey, I'd like you to have a second interview with my colleague. Well, the colleague ended up being a business consultant, wasn't an employee of the company, wasn't somebody that I would interact with regularly, at least I don't think so. He was some type of business coach or consultant to the business. So we sat down and we started our conversation and things were fine for about the first five or 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden I started getting asked a bunch of questions that by law shouldn't be asked. Now, the good thing is, is I I don't get rattled or offended. To me, it's just, it was comical that, that we were having this conversation. And first and foremost, the questions that were being asked were definitely illegal, not allowed to be asked. And number two, it was interesting because the business owner utilized his consultant, a quote, third party to ask these questions, thinking that would shield him from liability. Well, I had news for him. It did not. And keep in mind, I didn't do anything about this other than advise the headhunter how the business was handling their interviews to give her some foresight or some, some warning for future candidates. So this consultant proceeded to ask me, was I a practicing Catholic? Was I married? Did I have kids? Did we go to church? And keep in mind, I was born and raised Catholic, and I have no problem with Catholicism or Christianity. And yes, we were going to church at the time, but the point being is that it's none of his business. Whether I'm a practicing Catholic, whether I'm Buddhist, whether I'm any, any denomination religion, doesn't matter. That doesn't impact whether or not I can do the job. Certainly, whether or not I go to church regularly has zero impact on whether or not I can do the job. And being married, you know, and whether or not we have kids, I get it. It's if you have a family and kids, is how much time does that take? But at the end of the day, that still doesn't measure what the person can do. You know, just because you're married and you have kids doesn't mean you can't do the job or you won't be able to balance your time or, or you won't be able to handle the responsibility in a VP level role. There's no evidence to support that. So, you know, we went down this road of all of these questions that just were discriminatory in nature and illegal. And needless to say, I didn't get the job, nor did I want the job. Like I mentioned earlier, I did advise the headhunter that, hey, this is what your client's doing. You might want to be aware because I'm not going to make a big deal about it, but somebody else certainly may. So that was quite the experience. And that's when I realized back then this was going on with a lot of smaller businesses. So we're going to talk about hiring practices, and the questions that you should not be asking when you start interviewing candidates. So it's essential for you to be aware of the questions that are considered illegal or inappropriate to ask during a hiring interview. And if you avoid these questions, you can maintain a fair and unbiased process. And the reality is, is part of this is just common sense. But because common sense isn't always so common, these laws have to get enacted to say, hey, don't ask this question, don't ask that question, don't ask this question. So as an employer, as a business owner, you absolutely need to be aware of the questions that you can't ask. And if you're going to have a hiring team doing the interviewing, they need to be trained on what they shouldn't ask. So we're going to go through 10 questions that you should never ask during a hiring process. Number one, race, color, or ethnic background. Asking about a candidate's race, color, or ethnic background is not only inappropriate, but it's also illegal. Their race, color, or ethnic background has nothing to do with whether or not they can do the job. Focus on their qualifications and their skills instead. Number two, religious or religious practices. Inquiring about a candidate's religious beliefs or practices is also off limits. Remember, religious diversity is protected and equal opportunity is paramount. Okay, again, whether they are practicing Buddhist, Catholic, Presbyterian, Muslim, doesn't matter. 
That doesn't tell us whether or not they can or cannot do the job. Number three, gender or sexual orientation. Asking about a candidate's gender identity or sexual orientation is considered discriminatory. The focus should be solely on their qualifications and the ability to perform the job. Plain and simple, just like that. It's black and white. Okay, so gender and sexual orientation are questions you should not be asking in the hiring process. Number four, marital status, family planning, or pregnancy. These are personal matters that have no place in the interview process. Remember, it's always about evaluating their skills and qualifications for the job. Keep that in mind when interviewing, and there's no valid or good reason that you should discriminate against a woman because you think that in a few years she's going to get pregnant and need to take maternity leave. Okay, that is not a good business practice by any stretch. Number five, age or date of birth. Unless age is a bona fide occupational qualification or legally required, steer clear of asking about age or date of birth. Now, yes, there are some jobs where age is an issue, right? And it's usually related to safety-related jobs, right? I think pilots are a great example. If you are a commercial airline pilot, they have a hard stop at, I think it's age 55. There is a cutoff for when a pilot has to retire. So there are professions and there are specific situations where age is a legitimate question. But in a lot of businesses, it is not. So if you are considering asking about age, please consult with your trusted HR professional or a labor and employment attorney to make sure that you have a legitimate basis for asking that question. Number six, disabilities or health conditions. Inquiring about disabilities or health conditions is generally prohibited. Again, unless it directly relates to determining safety in the workplace or if reasonable accommodations can be made for the job itself. As a normal course of practice, stay away from asking about disabilities unless, of course, there's safety-related matters or reasonable accommodations need to be made and can be made. And again, if you have questions on this, I would encourage you to speak with your trusted HR professional or a labor and employment attorney before having those interviews. Number seven, national origin or immigration status. Asking a candidate about their national origin or their immigration status is just outright discriminatory. Base your assessment on their qualifications and their experience. I hope you're seeing a theme here, right? After every question that is not allowed to be asked, try to reinforce that you just want to base your assessments on qualifications and experience and the person as a whole, not on some other facet of their life. Number eight, financial status, credit history, or bankruptcy. These questions are unrelated to a candidate's ability to perform the job and very well could lead to discriminatory practices. And again, there are some jobs where background checks are required and financial credit scoring is required. Usually that has to do with jobs where that person is going to be responsible for money, handling company money, have access to money. And I remember, man, I remember 20 years ago, you would not get a job if your, if your credit score was low, right? You would have a background check, you'd have a credit score. And if your credit score was low, you wouldn't get a job based on that. And, and the philosophy or the thought was that if you couldn't manage your money, you couldn't do the job correctly. Now, there is something to be said, right? I mean, how we manage our money and how we manage our personal finances and how we, how we handle all that does speak about our ability to manage things in general. but there are a lot of situations where people end up with bad credit scores 
because something has happened in their life that they had no control over. There were incidences or there were things that occurred in their life that they had zero control over that sent them down a bad path or you know an unexpected job loss. There are so many things that have happened over the past, especially since 2008, that have caused people to have socially low or you know unacceptable credit scores, but it doesn't mean that they can't do the job. So really the financial status, credit history, or bankruptcy should not be a consideration. Number nine, arrest records or criminal history. Now this is an interesting one. Here in the state of California, we have what's called ban the box, right? So on job applications, we can't ask, have you ever been convicted of a, of a felony? It doesn't mean that you as the employer cannot find out or you, that you don't have the right to run a background check. You do. You just cannot do it in the hiring process. Meaning that if you decide as a company that you are going to run background checks on all new employees, that is permissible. Now this ties into your policies and procedures. You'll need to have policies and procedures that clearly outline what the hiring process is. But if you decide as an employer that you want background checks as part of that process, you can do that. But you cannot bring that up until you present a formal job offer, meaning that when the candidates are going through the interviewing process, you cannot filter them out at that point in time by asking them, have you ever been convicted of a felony? What you have to do is if you decide you want to hire the person, you present the formal job offer contingent upon successfully completing a criminal background check. So there are safeguards in there for you as an employer. Your other option, of course, is you can still choose to hire them if you want to be a second chance employer. So just because somebody has a criminal background check doesn't mean that they don't have the skills or the ability to do the job you're hiring them for. That really could be a whole other podcast, a whole other topic all by itself. So I don't want to get too much further in the weeds on arrest records or criminal history, but just know that during the hiring process, you can't ask that. You can only make the request for a background check after you have issued a job offer contingent upon a background check. All right, number 10, labor union memberships or lawful activities. Candidates should not be questions about their participation in labor unions or lawful activities outside of work. What your employees are doing outside of work, as long as it's lawful, is none of our business as employers. And as long as what they're doing outside of work doesn't impact their ability to do the job you've hired them for. So, you know, they may have a very active social life and be up until three or four in the morning and come into work at 6 a.m. You will not be able to fire them because they have an active social life and they're out drinking till three or 4 a.m. What you will fire them on is performance issues, right? If they show up at work at six or 7 a.m. and they're constantly tired because they're out partying all night and their work productivity, their work product, their results, if all of that starts to become unacceptable, you would terminate them or you would write them up or you would put them on a performance plan or whatever you whatever path you chose, you would do that based on performance, not on the fact that they're out partying till 3 or 4 a.m. Out partying till 3 or 4 a.m., that is the root cause of their underperformance. But you will only address the underperformance when it comes to work. All right? Again, these are 10 topics or questions that you as the business owner, founder, hiring team should never ask when interviewing candidates. Because if you do, candidates actually will have a claim against your business for being discriminated against. If they can file a claim that 
I didn't get the job because I was asked about my ethnic background. I didn't get the job because I was asked about my sexual orientation. Okay. They can file a claim against your business. And that is definitely not the type of culture you want to be building. And it's not good for your other employees or your business or, and it's not going to make your customers happy. So make sure that you are up to speed on the questions that you should not be asking when hiring. And again, if you have any questions about that, contact either us, another trusted HR professional, or a labor and employment attorney that can coach you and guide you. All right. Well, I truly hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. And if you have, I do have two favors to ask you before we sign off for today. First, if you find this podcast valuable, please subscribe, like, and leave us your comments. I read every comment and I use the feedback to improve each episode. Second, if you know someone that would benefit from this podcast, please send them a link to the show with your recommendations. My mission is to help as many business owners as possible hire employee number one and beyond. All right. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.